You're listening to What's Your Heart Problem podcast, the show that brings you healthy advice and perspectives on your heart relationships with your host, Dr. Holder. She has 20 plus years in the field of helping others as a dedicated therapist. She is a coach, speaker, a loving mother and wife. Dr. Holder is here to help you get to the heart of the matter. Now, without any further ado, please welcome your host, Dr. Holder. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Dr. Holder at What's Your Heart Problem podcast, the podcast that helps you to determine whether relationships that you have in your life is either toxic or good or needs improvement. I'm here today just having a good day with you guys. So on today's topic, I wanted to talk about self-full versus selfish. That's self-full, self-full versus selfish. And I wanted to start by um, defining what self-full and selfish is, because I think a lot of people, they get the two uh, confused. And when they get them confused, uh, it makes it harder for them to make right or healthy decisions and for themselves. And so I wanted to define before I got get into talking about it, what self-full is. So the word self-full, uh, the, define, the, the, the definition for that is that you have a great understanding of boundaries and yourself. For example, if you were self-full, you wouldn't allow your friends to take advantage of your time and energy, but you would communicate in a kind way that you need your downtime and would be able to assist or meet them out when your, when your schedule slows down a bit. This is from Google <laughs> that I'm getting my definitions from. So basically, self-full means that, again, you have a great understanding of boundaries in yourself where you know where the line is. I think in, a, in, in one of my podcasts that I spoke about boundaries, I explained more what that was about. Um, so again, self-full, you know your boundaries, you know yourself. And it's just making those decisions that's going to help you to be a better you without uh, focusing on um, someone else's uh, situation where it's going to harm you. So you know the lines across, like you know when to be uh, generous with your time and you know when you need that time for yourself. So basically that's self-full. Now selfish is basically um, the American Psychological Association Dictionary. It defines selfishness or selfish as the tendency to act excessively or solely in a manner that benefits oneself, even if others are disadvantaged. So basically, it's all of you all the time. <laughs> There's no uh, really helping someone else's out unless you get a benefit from it. So that's selfish. So selfish is acting excessively or solely in a manner that benefits only you all the time. That's, that's, that's being selfish. And the reason I, I, I titled today's um, pod with self-full versus selfish is because as a therapist, 
I get a lot of people coming to me um, wanting to, you know, be better with their boundaries, be, you know, um, understanding more of what uh, will help them make healthier, better decisions with their own life. And they get those two terms mixed up. Like they feel guilty for taking time to themselves when their friends or family are needing their time for doing this or doing that. And the problem with that is that when you have, like I said before, when you have that confusion about what selfish and what selfful is, you sometimes determine that I have to do this or I will be looked at as selfish. Another thing too, I want to say, a lot of times when you do take time for yourself, time that you need to just take a breather, you know, take a, take a, take a breath. Others would see that as selfish because you're not helping them, even though you really do need that time for yourself. And in that situation, it still is not selfish. It's selfful because you need that time to just settle down and that time to really um, re-energize, to even be better. Um, coming back out. Now, again, <laughs> the selfish part is when you just do that, um, and not necessarily that time, but you're doing things that might might harm, might um, hold it. Uh, it might harm your 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 situation um, in a point. It. it, it let me let me re, 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 rephrase that. It might be looked at as selfish by others, but when you uh, take that time to yourself, it helps you to be better for you. So I just wanted to save that point. Um, so like I stated, today is really about um, talking about, you know, what's selfish, what's selfful, and do you know the difference? Um, I wanted to, again, speak about these two words because it's important that as we live our day to day, that we understand that selfful and selfish are not the same. Um, the first time I heard about the word selfful was on one of, um, uh, I don't know if you guys know Iyanla. She is a TV personality um, and she used to have shows that would help people get to get, you know, get their lives in order. <clears throat> And um, she had an episode or a couple episodes. So she would use the word selfful. And that's when I first heard it. And I never understood what that word meant because I've never heard it. I never heard it before. So when she had used the word um, and explained what it was, I'm like, oh, because oh. really what she was talking about was having boundaries, safe and healthy boundaries so that you can, you know, work through or work on um, improving yourself as you, you know, go through this life together, as opposed to being overwhelmed and stressed all the time by doing things for others all the time. And so one thing that um, I wanted to speak about today was the importance of that and how it's really, really key that you guys understand um, these words so you live a free, bountiful, good life in understanding your lines and how, um, you know, they can be crossed if you don't have healthy boundaries, um, keeping yourself selfful. Also, I wanted to also talk about how <clears throat> in being selfful, 
right? Because we've got selfish down. We understood what selfish is. Selfish is you're just pretty much doing things just for you, all about you, um, in a way that is disadvantageous to others. Um, so for example, like if you have a um, family and you're constantly like, you know, leaving your spouse to take care of home life, right? And you're out partying or out doing you without family uh, for the most part as your recreational activities, um, that would be considered selfish <laughs> because it's like uh, you have a whole family. What are you doing? <laughs> um, working on um, incorporating your family into your activities and what you um, what you do outside of home is important to you know facilitate a, a good life home. And so you want to appreciate and you want to bring your family into some of your recreational activities so that there is not a feeling of unfairness um, with regards to if you guys have kids or if you guys have, um, you know, one, 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 one person is only taking care of the household things and the other person is out. Like there's more of like an equality in dealing with um, family life as opposed to you doing your own thing. So, you know, be careful of that because, um, and I don't know who's this for, but be careful of that because your family loves you and your family appreciates you. And if you're out all the time and they don't see you, remember, if you, especially if you have kids, they remember that stuff. And so, you know, your actions of doing you, um, you know, can definitely impact negatively um, your children and even your uh, marital situation, or if you're in a living situation, your living situation with your partner. So just be careful of that and make sure that if you do have a family, partner, um, wife, you know, husband, spouse, if you have those relationships, you know, make sure that you are uh, pouring into those relationships so that you get um, an awesome benefit um, as you live with that person. Uh, just a note. <laughs> but um, yeah, with the selfful, selfish. So I'll speak about selfful. So I wanted to get into selfful as well. So with even selfful, uh, I want to break that down to what you're doing as you're being aware of you being selfful. So there's this, uh, there are two categories from selfful that people get mixed up as well. And that's one of one, that's part of what I wanted to talk about as well. So like I said, we have the self-full versus selfish. We understand what selfish is. It's pretty much a category on its own. I wanted to delve into more so what the self-full is. So self-full, there are two categories that can come from self-full, self-care and self-care activities, right? People blend that, blend those all the time. Sometimes they can be blended, but a lot of times you're not doing self-care. Part of being self-full is your self-care. And sometimes you do self-care activities thinking it's self-care and it is not. And so I wanted to talk about that so that you understand why it is you're probably still feeling overwhelmed, still feeling stressed when you're doing um, self-care <laughs> activities that's in, in, um, and not self-care. So let's go into defining that. So self-care is the ability um, and the consciousness of being in the presence, managing 
yourself. So for example, um, I think I said in another pod where I talked about like, if something's wrong and you're not feeling the greatest, ask yourself, do a check-in, do a self-assessment of why it is that I'm not feeling the greatest or why, why is it that I'm not feeling the best, right? And so when you do that, it helps you to understand that um, if I'm not okay, I have to check in so that I'm okay. So self-care is figuring out why you're not okay. So an example, you feel stressed out about something, but you don't know what. You have to figure out why you're feeling stressed out, what, what you're feeling stressed out about before you can really, before you can really relax and chill, right? Because if you're still stressed out and you go and you do your, your situation and whatever you're stressed out about is not um, dealt with, it's still there. And so part of self-care is asking the question, why am I stressed out? Why am I frustrated? Why am I, and you insert that emotion that you're not feeling too great about. So self-care is really getting to the, your, the heart of your matter and understanding what is happening so that you feel like, okay, I can do this or I can do that. But before I relax and do that, I need to figure out what's going on so that I have an awareness um, and some kind of problem solving of it or some kind of um, intention of solving the issue where it's not just lagging in the background as I'm doing my own thing, because it always pops up if you don't handle that inner situation that you're, you're dealing with. And so that's part of the, that's part of the self-care. Um, self-care can be, you know, um, exercising, um, cooking for some, for some people. Um, the thing that's not a stressor, the thing that relaxes you, the thing that you do for you that relaxes you, that's self-care, right? Self-care activities. The definition of that is the activities that you do to care for yourself. <laughs> so that could be taking a shower, okay? Um, that can be washing your hair, um, brushing your teeth, um, uh, 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 washing your car, uh, doing household chores, uh, mopping, cleaning the house. Those are activities that care for you and, and, and your family. And people get that mixed up. So, for example, um, I remember I was reading something uh, about uh, I was it was it was it was out a, a a quote or like a video of of something. So basically, when you're a mother and um, you uh, leave the hospital with your new baby, um, the first thing um, that you are just really just so thankful for is the fact that you can have a shower. <laughs> Another thing that you're think thankful for, you can wash your hair. Um, when your baby is sleeping and you get your hair done or washed or you get a shower in, it's like, oh, that's, that's so good. And you feel like that's self-care. In those moments, it can feel that way. And it probably is for some, but you are caring for yourself 
that is what you're doing when you're showering, washing your hair, um, doing all of that. Self-care is going to the masseuse and getting a massage. That would be considered self-care. Going to the hair salon and getting your hair done by someone else. That would be self-care. Um, going to the nail salon or, or, you know, to get your nails or your toes done. That would be considered self-care. You may be getting a facial. That would be considered self-care. Reading a book. <laughs> uh, coloring in a book. Uh, if that helps to lower your anxiety and helps you just feel better about um, you. Uh, self-care. Um, that could be um, watching a movie. Um, self-care could be um, eating your favorite food you know, um, self-care, going to your favorite restaurant. Um, and there, there, there are many variations of self-care, but the point, like I said, of self-care is ensuring that you are enjoying immensely your time by yourself. That's self-care. Um, the activities to care for yourself, which is self-care activities, is what I listed before, which is you're washing your own stuff. You're you're doing the work to care for yourself. That is technically not self-care. So I know sometimes that might be hard to grasp because uh, you're like, well, uh, I feel better about it. And yes, but the point of self-care is you not doing anything that you have to like put work into. So I just wanted to say that to clarify a little bit, hopefully I was clear in understanding what self-care is and what self-care activities uh, are in regards to maybe your daily uh, living. Um, I wanted to uh, share their two questions. I always do my questions um, if I have the time to. To uh, help someone out, some someone out there that's um, letting me know uh, a question. So the first question I had today was, um, okay, sometimes I feel very overwhelmed in life, and I just don't know how to handle this feeling. What do you think I could do to deal with this? Well, like I stated before in in this pod, um, when you're feeling overwhelmed, you got to ask yourself, why are you feeling overwhelmed? You know, list the things, what is frustrating you, what's angering you, what's hurting you, what's making you feel that you cannot um, cope or maintain your baseline of uh, your mental health. And when you get that answer, then you can figure out ways that, okay, can I handle this or do I need help in handling this? Uh, whether you need a therapist or you need to read something about whatever you're going through, you know, it's good to just figure out mentally like what's going on. Self-assess, self-check-in, ask yourself, what is it that I'm feeling overwhelmed about? understand what that is so that you feel more manageable about what's going on. And then from there, you can kind of figure out, do I need help or can I do this on my own in figuring out the solution to the situation so that I can feel better about my situation now? So that's one way you can handle that. Um, another way is, um, like I said, getting the help you need. Um, I have a practice, Higher Life Pathways Counseling Services. We have counselors that would be able to help you to, to determine um, you know, if you do need the help that um, may help to overwhelm that, that that whatever that thing is overwhelming you, you may get the help uh, from from us. So up to you, absolutely. Um, all my information is in the um, uh, descriptor 
um, in my uh, YouTube channel as well as this podcast. So let me know and let us know if you, you need help in that way. But that's kind of what I would do initially. Like just really do a self-check-in. Why am I overwhelmed? Am I frustrated? Am I angry? Am I hurt? Like what's going on with me? And I kind of go from there and then go from there from that. That's my, um, you know, uh, thought process um, about that. And then my second question is, ooh, okay. My husband and I have two kids and I feel like I'm always carrying the, the weights. Is it the way, is that what it says? The brunt of dealing with the kids. How can I tell him without it being an argument that I need help? That's a um, common issue. Sometimes guys just don't get it. Um, and, you know, they're thinking, oh, kids are crying or, oh, um, it's a lot. Uh, let me, you know, take a break. But they kind of forget that you need a break too. And so if it's not been a conversation, make it a conversation um, with the intent of understanding and coming to a solution together. And what that means is, you know, approaching your husband like, hey, babe, can I talk to you for a second? Um, so I've been feeling kind of like overwhelmed with um, the kids. Um, you know, you go out and you kind of like do your own thing. Um, but I kind of feel left behind. And I just wanted to um, work with you and just kind of figuring out, you know, days that I can like go out as well you know, and you stay with the kids, um, and it's not just you, but we're both having that equal time. And then, you know, having our own time together as well, maybe getting a nanny or not even a nanny, a, a sitter or a family member that you trust with the kids and just having those moments of like, just going And you know, I would even say that, you know, um, you can also utilize a family member if your husband is not able to do so, whatever the reason is. Um, you can utilize someone that you trust to, um, you know, help you with the kids so that you can go out and do your thing um, and you don't feel so overwhelmed. Because, you know, having kids and, you know, uh, being a mom and all that, it could be a lot. And so um, my recommendation is to have a conversation with him. And if the solution is for you to, you know, uh, get a sitter, or, and you guys pay for that together and or, you know, him stay with the kids, whatever you do decide, it must have it where you guys have equal time to spend on your own as well as um, with each other, but on your own just to get that freedom to just relax a little bit uh, without the kids um, and all of that. So hopefully that was helpful um, to you. Um, but that's what I would kind of um, suggest you uh, kind of do speaking to him. So, yeah. So, yeah, guys. So today that was it. Like, I just wanted to, again, talk about the the selfful um, and the self-care versus self versus self uh, care, excuse me, for, and to speak about the self-care versus self-care activities, um, speak about what selfish is about and you seeing that they're not the same. And really self-full is about having boundaries um, whereby selfish is all about you. So this is Dr. Holder um, coming to you. Um, in in today's podcast um wishing you a great day and um hopefully i was uh, helpful to you today so have a good one guys thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of what's your heart problem podcast if you're enjoying the show or found value in what you've heard today please feel free to rate subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts that helps others find the show and we greatly appreciate it once again, thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us again next time in the next episode of What's Your Heart Problem podcast. See you then.